Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, what, how did this even start? I think I would. Oh, I know what happened. I was listening to Lord of the Rings on my own. I was just like, you know what? I, I've never read these. I never had a middle school teacher, Kyle. That, um, <laughs> that was obsessed with them that encouraged me to read them so i just always wanted to understand what was going on especially since i've been watching the rings of power and ring of power rings of power rings yes. of power of the rings yeah, the rings nice. of power all right there, thank there's you. more than one ring Fuck. um and as i'm listening to it i think i am three six six and a half ish hours into the audio and i'm like man this is this is fucking boring like i just (laughs) i like i but the nice thing is what what's really great is that the audiobook that i'm listening to has all of the musical cues and it's different actors and uh, it's probably illegal on youtube a friend of mine um cued me to this there are a bunch of books audiobooks just on youtube so like if you're like oh i want to listen to um astrophysics for people in a hurry that's on there like you can go on there and just listen to it and so i was listening to this and my kids were in the car with me when i was driving them to, to school and they're like, like dad i thought you loved us why are you boring us no today? <laughs> they were like well what happens to bilbo because that's where we were in the story and i was like okay well i won't listen to this without you guys in the car so that's part of what's making this take so long and they are sort of into it now but I probably would have been done with the Fellowship of the Ring had it not been for them wanting Fellowship to hear is the worst what one. happens next. Yeah. Fellowship Man. is the worst one. But to me, uh, so the Lord of the Rings is something that I, I get into an arg- arguments about with fanboys about this all the time, you know, with, with fellow authors who fucking love it um, or with other people. And it's, I get why. They love the world building. They love the fact that there's like a, a whole under, a whole, you know, iceberg underneath that top of the iceberg. 
Sure. And I get that. But this is going to sound stupid. A storyteller Tolkien was not. He was Ooh. a world builder. Uh, fighting words Ooh. right there. He was a world. Jim. He's not. He's not interested in writing compelling stories as much as he is creating histories I mean, in a in a realistic type world. Pretty sure all and those stories are interesting stories. All the, the stories all are interesting, but they're <laughs> he not. Just said he's very not interested well. in telling. No, 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 okay. no, no. He's not interested in telling the stories. He's oh, okay. interested in the stories, but he's not interested mm. in making them and telling them mm. in a way that's compelling. He's not interested in freaking tension dramatic tension like how long does fucking frodo wait like 50 years before leaving man yeah it was like and and it's interesting because in my head i have the movie just like locked in my brain right as i'm watching this and it was like oh that that didn't seem like 50 years at all um (laughs) it seemed like three days yeah and to your point about world building versus um and he, like, I, I, he has like 15 different elvish dialects that he created, just just the elves, right? And so he is, in terms of like backstory and world building, like that seems to be more his forte. But I am just it is. like, that's what he's most interested in. I mean, like everything Lucas. else, I feel like the story, the story was almost just a byproduct of the world he created, um, yeah. in my opinion. And people are like, oh, the characters are so good. The characters are boring they're boring they don't do anything they don't have arcs they're just there they're there to fulfill plot obligations in order to make this history work it's interesting i respect it i just don't want to read it or listen to it the most compelling part of the entire trilogy for me was about 90 pages no god no (laughs) 90 pages into the two towers when the urukai are arguing with the orcs Mm. that is the the height of dramatic tension and conflict in the entire trilogy, and it's so interesting. You know what's funny? Uh, the way the way you describe it always reminds me of of um, one of the reasons why I say uh, conspiracy theories uh, exist is because the real world is so boring that you you reach out for for anything and everything that would make it a, a little less boring. It it seems like it, at least the way Jammer's putting it, Tolkien created a fantastical world filled with the the human condition which is the reality that life is pretty freaking bland and boring and <laughs> and it repeats itself well, I don't constantly think he set out to do that, i don't think he set out no i'm not saying he set out to, to do that but okay. it is kind of interesting how how it, how like you said despite it being this fantastical world with 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 some magic and these weird weird uh uh creatures and stuff like dragons and and elves that can live a long long time the the relative blandness of it the relative just it's it's human it's it's history it's it that is an interesting point of view i i i find it kind of uh curious no i'm not saying um, that he did it on purpose i'm saying even if it's just the result of of how it was done done with an intention or not is still kind of interesting how that how that plays out that you can have this uh super fantastical world and still have it feel mundane boring i I, I do want to respect the legacy Mm -hmm. the fantasy wasn't what it is now before he did lord of the rings that's fantastic and we're still living in the shadow we're still we're still finding ways to get outside of its shadow it's still failing and it's it's influenced it for decades like i respect what it's done it's just that the way it's told the fact that it's not character driven the fact that there really isn't dramatic tension it's just kind of plot happening not a fan of that 
it's not compelling narrative yeah. for me. Do me a favor real yeah. quick, Nick. Say something. Well, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, Jonesy, talk again real quick. Yo, yo. Jammer, you are you are a bit quiet. I noticed you're, you're about 10, okay. 10 or so uh, uh, decibels lower than everyone else. Decibles. How about now? Test test one two. Test one two three four. How about now? Better? Little can you give me a little more? Test one two, one, two, three, four. That's Ooh. better. Yeah. And, All right. To uh, wrap yep. up that other conversation there. with one sentence. Um then again, a uh, famous billionaire, uh, AJ Serna, is not <laughs> throwback to the exact <laughs> sentence he said about Tolkien. <sighs> Wait, what? Yeah, it's too late because every t- yeah, is, the exact it, same what? wording you said about Tolkien. He said, Tolkien, a storyteller is not, or like something like that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I've been trying to get yeah. in a single fucking word for like 45 <laughs> minutes, so you just keep going on and on about Lord of the Rings. Anyway, let's start the show. Well, you were trying to divert it from Lord of the Rings. I was trying to actually finish up the conversation. I was just trying to make that joke. Maybe we could stop talking about it five <laughs> minutes earlier, too. We yeah. wanted to talk about it. I, I was intrigued. Yeah, I was, I Nick, Nick wanted to transition, so I was about to do a funny, funny transition, but then well, the last thing I was going to say is this: like, as it is fascinating, there are times that I, I listen to the book, and I'm like, I am amazed that you all were able to pull out the Fellowship of the Ring out of this book, because yeah. that is a film. Just wait till that you get the Council of Elrond. Really enjoy. Oh fuck! Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I genuinely enjoy that film, like even the extended edition, I, the extended edition of all of the the movies, and I'm just like I. It's because I you know uh, Peter Jackson took the essence of them, took the essence of the characters, streamlined them, gave them narrative arc and drive, and he took out all the boring parts and made it dramatically tense. That's what he but, did. Well, why did so I bring it back up? I'll give Excuse this me, example. not boring parts, he, relevant parts, relevant here's parts. Here's an example. Here's an example. But it, it's not even just relevant parts, right? So think about them crossing the uh, the river, right? Do you remember that scene in the book? Like there's a scene in the- I don't remember. Book, I haven't read the book the since okay. high school. So in I don't the remember. Movie, in the movie, Frodo looks down the road and he's like, what's down the road? And he gets kind of freaked out. And then the writer in black is like standing on the tree above them. And he's like sniffing for them. You remember that? I don't remember. And what? That's a great I, scene. Like as he's sniffing, it's been like he's 20 holding years, on. Bro. Okay, listen. Yeah, but this is a great scene. He's like holding onto the tree bark, and then it's there are bugs coming shot. out of the tree. No, he's the talking about are like. No, no that scene's in the movie. It's in oh, the movie. It's one okay. of the most iconic so, yeah, yeah. shots from the franchise. Yeah, he's like, yeah. get off and the so, road, quick. Yeah, yeah. And. The next scene where they start running from the rider in black and like have to get on the ferry to get across the river yeah. and like none of that is in the actual book really. They're like, I think he's on the other shore, but that whole scene is is played way more dramatically in the movie. And I'm like, oh, this is yeah, they really did find a way to tie all of that and just make it much more uh they dramatized it way more in the film. Well, I mean, like, you know, even in the fellowship, like when they go, when they're in the, the mines, um, I think I remember this being pointed out in the special features as well. Like there's like a line where it's like, and they went over the bridge and that's like a whole scene, <laughs> like a sentence. No, versus no a Balrog scene. at all. No, there was a Balrog, but it was a different oh, part. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. No, no. 
Anyways, yeah. enough. We're, we're boring, Nick. Uh, Nick is ready to wrap it up. We're getting from a uh, producer wrap Kyle it up, here. Wrap it up, dude. Hello, and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of Other Online, where we were boring the hell out of Nick because I was bored with <laughs> Although I'm pretty entertained by the show. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be bored during the Star Trek conversation. So this is like a little preemptive uh, Man, payback. You're you're on drugs. I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, no, I didn't say Star it was Trek, bad. I just I don't watch it. At least we'll be talking yeah, about something you... recent and not like a novel, even a book series from like a movie series from like 20 years ago. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? Yeah. So I, I guess the thing is, I think it's relevant because the only reason i started listening to it and i'm curious how many people have had this experience now now there's this like incredibly popular show um that there are people starting to read or listen to the fellowship of the ring or the hobbit because of it i started Uh, watching the movie especially since uh jammer wanted me to and i watched the extended you've never seen the movie no i've never seen the extended and i was bored out of my fucking mind like the extended cut is so bad a fellowship it does wow, take like a whole hour to get out of the shire. You're I'm not fucking out of the shire. Nick's fired. Fired Nick. Jesus. I don't like Wait, those so... anymore. What? Well, yeah, well, he has he hadn't seen those since though you he, I, what you saw the theatrical cut in high school in theaters no, and I that was it. I loved them oh. in my early 20s also. Oh, but, okay. uh, this is the first time I, I seen the extended was... cuts. I thought you were saying you hadn't seen them at all. I was oh, like, no, no, no. I've seen okay. them. If I hadn't seen them, I'd probably be exciting extended cuts. Yeah, I I'm curious going to happen. You're like, "Oh, more footage." I remember when the when the Fellowship of the Ring first came out, and I bought the uh, Fellowship of the Ring to try to read the book, and I think I got like ten pages. <laughs> like, nope, that's funny. Nope. I yeah. I definitely like this is, I'm a huge hypocrite here. So when I like I read the books in, in like shitty paperback version back in high school, and then when I was in college, I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to read them again. Maybe I'll like them again. And I bought the shitty uh, film edition. Here, actually, I have it. Hold on a second. Oh, is it the oh, one God. with um? We're on another. We're back with Frodo on the so front sorry. with the. Uh, no, this yep. one. That's this one. Oh, this okay. omnibus oh. with, with the the ring. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is an embarrassment to my book collection. So even though I don't like the books, I still want to revisit them at some point, and I want to get a better edition than this one. Why? If you don't like it, just read. Because that I'm gonna read it again. I'm gonna try it again, Jonesy. It's been a while. Maybe it's my not gonna be better. Changed. It won't be it, better. Maybe, they won't maybe, have changed. You know, maybe I'll I'll get the Andy Circus red book. Um, and read mm, that my, or listen to that. No, system. I'm gonna send you. Sisters. I'm gonna see you the one that I have. I'm okay. gonna see you the one that I'm listening to. You'll you'll like it better. Yeah, this is. This I, is you won't pretty, like the story better. This is pretty funny. Jammer talk talking about going through something uh, uh, potentially um, painful, like a like a, a masochist of sorts. Considering what you guys are gonna be talking about later later on. Like ah, a lot of pleasure, pain. Nice. all the pleasure was pain. pain. You crushed it, Kyle. <laughs> and hopefully we're offloaded. Of this room. week's Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, Kyle is pushing us to talk about the actual fucking subject of the show. <laughs> uh, we're going to, as a good producer would, right? Like, that's that's the deal. So I'm Brandon Jones. I'm your host. And I am here with Nick Dahl and Joseph Jammer Medina. Gents, what's going on? Yo. What up? Yo, yo. We have a show where we are going to have a conversation about Hellraiser. The 2022 version, it is the latest film reboot from Hulu. I guess that's the thing now, right? That's that's their thing. Um, Unearthing oh, yeah, they recently had Prey, and, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, to fantastic results, which this was not. More on that later. 
Uh, before we get to Hellraiser, we've got a little bit of news. I tried to, I was trying to find a balance, right? Like how many stories do we do? How many, how many stories do we do? Do we make Jammer happy? Do we make me happy? Do we make Nick happy? I don't know. We, uh, somebody let me know whether or not I struck a balance. Um, <laughs> Is this going to be there... the Fox News of podcasts where it's fair and balanced? <sighs> it's going to be the Fox News of podcasts where we don't talk about the thing that's actually important. Um, so we got lots and lots of Star Trek news this week. Um, for me, the thing that was important between we got a trailer for Discovery, we got an, a story about a comic book series that's going to be starring Worf, and it takes place prior to Star Trek Nemesis. It's with him on the Defiant. Um, and we got a couple other things. The exciting thing, at least to me, was the Picard trailer that mm-hmm. we got out of this. And I, I will say this. I feel like uh, we were talking about hypocrites earlier. I feel like not a huge fuck. I feel like a goddamn fool. Um, as someone who watched the first two seasons of Picard and thought, man, I saw this trailer and went, yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is what this fucking show should have been like from the goddamn beginning. Um this to me was probably the most exciting Star Trek trailer I've seen. Period. Like, period. And some of the highlights for me were we got to see the Enterprise F, which is fucking fantastic, right? As somebody who has had a hard on for the Enterprise E since 1996's uh Star Trek First Contact, seeing this thing in the flesh was just like fucking fantastic. Uh, we got to see old man lore. Um, so Brent Spiner's coming back and he's going to be old man lore, which if they actually do it right, will be fantastic to see what's his take on his brother's death. Spoiler for first season of Picard. Um, and we get to see Worf, how he has changed over the years. And we get a bunch of other tidbits, uh, in this trailer. And we also get to see, uh, Amanda Plummer, Plummer, Plummer. That's Plummer. She Uh, is a Christopher Plummer's daughter. Is she? I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. And he played a Klingon, um, but I assume their characters are not related whatsoever. You never know. It could be like some Christopher weird Plummer was in Star thing. Trek? Yeah, he yeah. was uh, one of the original movies. In he six. was a Klingon. Yeah. So he was the, yeah, he was, oh God, what was his name? He was the one that liked to quote Shakespeare. By and... the way, in a, in a random side story, my wife has always had a mad hard on for Christopher Plummer ever since The Sound yeah. of Music when she was a kid uh she would he's, if, if he's, he pretty, had, he's pretty handsome if he had no seriously if before he died recently i think he died last year or this year he had come and hit on kirsten she would have fucking left me in an instant left me instantly <laughs> that's good to know it's weird even old man plumber <laughs> i can't, especially old man plumber right <laughs> yep um, yep definitely old man plumber that reminds me of that story you told us. You told us one time this guy passed you on the street, and I think he was like Australian or something like that. And no, 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 no. He didn't pass me on the street. We were we were hanging out with him because he was uh he was seeing our friend, and mm. we were just walking along, talking about something random, out of nowhere, unprompted. Just said, "You're punching, punching, like, mate. What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> so yeah. You know, it's a compliment. Good, I'll take it. Good stuff. It's good stuff. It is It is a compliment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for this trailer. Some of the things that we didn't get to see, uh, Mika Burton is going to be in this and actually playing uh, LeVar Burton 
Lafort's daughter in this, mm. so she's going to be one of the Laforge's daughters. I thought she was in the trailer. I thought she was one, one of the people. So there them. is. She was there the is. There are two. So there are two Laforge daughters in the show. She, to the best of my knowledge, was not pictured because um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Like I am. I am so disgusted with myself for how excited I am. Shame on you for this. I'm three times. Shame on me. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about Game of Thrones, sh- fucking shame, shame, right? So Nick, uh, as the only other person on this podcast that gives any fucks about Star Trek, what did you think? Oh my god, I agree with you as far as like best Star Trek trailer ever. Like especially you left out the best part, Moriarty. Best part <laughs> Moriarty. Oh Moriarty, yeah. Not just a favorite Star Trek villain, obviously a favorite villain overall. Though of course this is the Trek version. Was a history yeah. with B- Picard, but uh, yeah, this is a whole like, and I, it's so good that I can't even remember anything that happened in the Discovery trailer. Like Discovery trailer was yeah. like sweet, more Discovery books going to be in it some way, and then I saw this trailer and I was like, they're yeah. bringing back almost like all these villains like Space Seed style, or it's like we've only yeah. seen them in the TV show, and then like I feel like reaching back and grabbing Moriarty is like reaching back and grabbing Khan for a film. It's like oh, yeah. you never thought you'd see what happened to this character, did you? <laughs> Same with even lore. I feel like they're they're doing a wrath of Khan like times three with like, hey, here are all these guys you never thought about, and they're all back. I do what, have a question. Do you think there's hmm. so lore does age or something? Because that's what threw me off. I'm like, yeah, that's the worst makeup like make job ever. Or <laughs> I think he probably did, and I think the excuse will be that he probably went somewhere and got human skin. Who knows why? Because someone he's else to told me when we were so talking times. about yeah, people. yeah. Yeah, it seems weird to me, um, but I, I'm fairly certain they'll have some good story rationale as to why. Or um, I got to wonder, <laughs> like, as I watch this stuff, what actors are like old actor, like getting in shape, dieting, just waiting for that fucking phone to ring. Like, I know they're going to somebody's going to call. Right. There's some franchise that they were the in. The card season one is announced and they're like, oh, good. <laughs> I know it's me. Like what franchises are like, there's just somebody trying to get in shape for so they can come back for. But like every know. Star Trek actor who's living, especially it's like, <laughs> OK, they're going to do like who knows what next. Who knows? But who knows? Um, I still want the, the other show. thing. I did not talk about and bring up. This is kind of interesting. So the trailer starts out the final voyage of this crew, right? And Jonathan Frakes tweaks out, maybe not final. And I was like, wait, what? And I don't know what he's teasing, but as someone who has been intimately involved in Star Trek, I think more, probably more so behind the scenes than anybody else Mm -hmm. that's currently involved in Star Trek at all. Yeah. So he directs a lot. Um, He's been on the set of Discovery directing a bunch of stuff. Uh, he, the the movie that I think was probably one of the best, First Contact, he directed that one. Um, so I'm curious, Nick, what did you think that that meant? Like, is that something that you would want to see this crew come back? And what do you think he's teasing, if anything? I would love if he was teasing a show I want to see, which would just be called Star Trek Riker. Mm. I would watch the hell out of Riker's adventures after, let's say, Picard dies or something i don't see picard retiring quietly into the night he's like batman and batman rises he should have fucking died like there's a character yeah. 
and we were discussing Mission Impossible, the ending at one point. It's like it's one of those shows where like he's like, okay, I retire at the last moment. It's like dun dun, and he's like pulls his gun out and he's like, one last time, baby, <laughs> one last time. And even if they don't yeah. make another one, Picard always strikes me that way. Where he, unless he dies, he's gonna be like just a little hint at the end that maybe there would be a season four. But I think he's referring to something other than. I don't think he's referring to like a Picard season four, but just more adventures, plot maybe with more of these characters. Okay. Even Worf. Like, I love that part in the trailer. Actually reminds me of, not a great thing to remind you of, even though I love it. The A-Team movie, B.A. Brackus is like, I found God. Like, I don't punch people anymore. And that yeah. felt like the same moment. Especially when Riker's like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. We're all going to yeah. die. I loved it. It was Looks great. It was so a lot much of fun. fun. I'm looking forward to this. Jammer, did you actually watch the trailer at all? I did. I did watch the trailer. I was it's actually surprised. Nothing for you. No, no, no. It. I, I don't have Paramount Plus, Jonesy. How many times do I have to tell you? I have no desire to get Paramount Plus to get another streaming steal it, service. Like a normal person. Just steal it I like guarantee you. Do you want me to give me your credentials? If you give me your credentials. I can give you mine. Don't break the law, every, everyone. Jonesy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's <laughs> so saying he's alleged, the allegedly. He's like, allegedly oh, I'm, in, I'm in Korea. It doesn't fucking matter. They have no jurisdiction over here. Sure. Um, no, but you know uh, that my addiction crap and cram it up your ass. Here's the thing: I know for a fact if I was given Paramount Plus, yeah, that would dominate our household because Kirsten is a huge Star Trek fan. She loves nice. it. So and the only it. reason we don't, I don't want to pay for another streaming service. Which That's ones it. do you have? Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Peacock. To be fair, I don't pay get for Peacock. So doesn't yeah, care. I was gonna I say get pay, rid of Peacock. Literally, the oh. only reason I have Peacock is to like, uh, um, I just watch Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, Isn't uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine on Hulu? Apple TV Plus? No, not yeah. anymore. Oh, wow. Apple TV Plus. Um, is that it? I, I love one that more. the one he doesn't oh, have is like the one his wife wants the most. And it's like, no, no, honey, she doesn't want it the most. Can't watch, she doesn't we don't want watch Star Trek she would in only, this house. She would only get it for Star Trek. That's the Which thing. Which is like we would only... seven shows. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much Star Trek. It's too much content. Yeah, I mean, but only two of them that you like desperately need to watch. So what, which are those? Uh, I think Lower Decks Strange New Worlds. and Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Good enough. Everything else did, is like, fine. We watched, when we were in Scotland, we watched. You know, uh, yeah. I just realized we have a VPN, so we could probably just watch it on Netflix, <laughs> like Discovery. There you um, go. But it yeah, sucks we'll because I don't think Strange New Worlds has that same deal. Oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe I have to get Paramount Plus then. But we watched the first season, like nine episodes, or how don't how many how long it is. But like we watched most of season one of Discovery, and I liked it. Mm. And she loved it. Uh, we just didn't have back then. It was. What was it called back then? All access, CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. I think it. if she loved the first season of Discovery, then she would love everything that they have oh, shut I, out I, so far. Once again, guaranteed, guaranteed. But uh, she's also. So this is a conflict. I'm not a binger. I'm not sure if you've noticed. I am not a binger. I've she noticed. is a binger. She is very much a binger. She like will literally just watch. She goes through seasons and seasons of old mystery TV shows just while she's doing other things and comprehending at the same time. Yeah, it's weird. It's mutant. She's basically an X-Man. But like me, like if we get Paramount Plus, this would be nonstop Star Trek. And I don't know if I want to deal with nonstop Star Trek. Yeah, you do. 
Okay. Yeah, you do. I so I will say this. I think Strange New Worlds is probably the best first season of almost any sci-fi show I've seen in a very long time. Flat mm. out. I, so uh, here, I'll put it to you another way. Tanya, I was like, hey, you need to watch Strange New World. She's like, mm, I don't know. You know how she is, right? I was like, hey, come on, watch this. Mm, I don't know. I think it was maybe a third of the way, maybe halfway through the season. She was like, why the fuck would you ask me to watch something that's not finished yet? Because this is like, <laughs> she loves it. Like, she was mad because it was By the way, we, uh, we got Tanya to watch Ted Lasso last week when she came over. What do you think? She, she fucking loved it. She's done with it. She finished it instantly. Like, yes. Yeah, it's done. But I she love sent finding us a text when she, she like got back. Loves. When she got back to it, she's like, what the fuck with Roy Kent hugging Jamie? What's that all about? So good. Such a good show. You guys ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is back. Um, we got a teaser trailer for the show. I think... I added this to the list mostly for me because with all of the bullshit that's happening at Warner Discovery, between this and Titans, I was like, is it coming back? I don't know. And getting to see the trailer and seeing that this was actually going to... I mean, it was already done. Season. Or Say that again, enough. slower. Oh, <laughs> It was already done, but it wasn't like Batgirl in that it wasn't something that people hadn't been exposed to. I think there's a difference between not releasing a full season of TV versus not releasing a two-hour movie. Is there? Yeah. I think I think before that happened, you wouldn't have said that. Before that happened, I would. Before what? they canceled a $90 million movie, you would not have said they would cancel a completed movie. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. This could have been another first. Boom! Yeah. Served. <laughs> yeah, I I just think that they they have just blown up what is possible with that mm. shit. So I just uh, love hearing like all the drama, not drama, like the things behind the scene. What's like Zazlav is just fattening this pig so he could sell it off. That's basically what I've you know the things I've been hearing. He's just like who just he's getting rid of. He's cutting all of the fat. He's putting up all like the short-term drivers of views and then just saying bye, selling it off to, I forget who. Well, it's fun. And that's what I was just thinking. I think it was, was it NBC or was it Comcast? They, there was a brief, like they might. And then they came out of like, it is not for sale. Um, mm-hmm. Like I remember that statement. I was like, mm, yes. I don't believe you. Yes. Yeah. 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 He hasn't I don't trimmed the fat you. enough yet. He's still working on it. He's still, he's still carving it up. Yeah, that was very My much analogy like the fell JJ apart because I went this from batting a pin to carving it, but you know, yeah. whatever. This isn't uh, con. I'm pretty sure that's con. This isn't con. Like, okay. nah, you guys are wrong. Oops, so I won't wrong. lie to you again. Oops. I'll just be anonymous next time. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about Doom Patrol coming back, uh, getting to see the entire cast. I, I for me, I think one of the highlights of the last season was. Um, Gomez what's Gomez's first name um ah my brain is leaving me but Madame Rouge from the last season she also played oh Selena um, Gomez wait no that's the is it Selena no 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 yeah no she played (laughs) that's a different um, Gomez 
She was in a really good season of, or a couple of seasons of Doctor Who, and I thought she was really good. They added her to the cast, so she's going to be coming back this season. Um, if you haven't seen this trailer, it opens up and it is fucking hilarious because it's a bunch of assholes singing and dancing. It threw and me off completely, having not watched any Doom Patrol. So I was like, what? Have you haven't seen it all? So, oh, wow. I've never I've seen only it watched, so watching this trailer. I was I've like, only watched the first okay. episode. And I remember being shocked by the episode because all the trailers I'd seen is like campy, goofy shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's some actual emotional depth to it that I was like, not expecting. And I haven't all. seen that, but it looks like Legends of Tomorrow with the budget. Just the wacky like, well, no, like this is just no, wacky. no. it is. No. So it's kind of like a gothic type show in a way. Um, it has kind of like Umbrella the Academy, too. No, it's it's way more entertaining than Umbrella Academy. I was bored by <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Hated Umbrella Academy. Fuck Umbrella Academy. Wow, wow. I don't care. Actually, I'm not really that passionate about it. I was just <laughs> like, it was just a bit. yeah, I didn't know. That was just a bit. I <laughs> this so th- to Jammer's point, the thing that I love about Doom Patrol, like the superheroing, is secondary. And this is more about the characters really just trying to survive. Right. Like all of them have trauma. All of them have had bad things that have happened to them in their lives. And this is really about them connecting with themselves and connecting with each other and Mm -hmm. trying to find a way to survive in life. And they also happen to save the world. And Mm -hmm. I really love it for that reason. And it's interesting because um, Young Justice has tried to do that in its last season. I couldn't get through it because they... They messed up the mix, right? The mix wasn't as good. Um, Titans because... or Young Justice? Did you mean Young Justice? Or... I did. The cartoon, okay. the animated series. Um, they just, their their level of superheroing to human drama was just off. And I think it's partly because that isn't what that show has always been. Um, they just jammed too much of it in there. But Doom Patrol has always been that, and this, I'm, I'm just, I'm incredibly happy it's coming back. So, maybe Wayne for Frazier, another season. Everybody's favorite. Do you think another, another season? Maybe. Do you think it's gonna? I don't want to push my luck. I don't want to push. Yeah, it. Isn't the trailer for even part season. one of the season or mm-hmm. something. Is that called like the trailer for season four, part did one, it? or am I imagining? They? I don't. If they did, I miss that. I might be. It's either way. I often, like I often ignore show the trailer for. I often ignore the text at the end of trailers. To be perfectly honest. I yeah. thought it was I, someone I else too. on a website mentioned it, but I I, I could have fucked that. You might be right, Nick. You just don't 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 back know. up. Back it up confidently. I don't know Even for sure. If say I, if I knew for sure, I'd be confident. <laughs> I you know, given that you guys have only watched either the first episode or a little bit of it, I, I highly recommend Doom Patrol. I think it's a great show. I, I think like it's very funny. It. It's got I a lot of heart. Star Trek. Um, you know who Brendan Fraser is, Nick. Like that's that's your yeah. into stuff. Like you you would like yeah. would, he's uh, he's prominently featured in this. Yeah, so and he's, he's the not big the metal guy. physical actor, but he is the I was voice. I'm gonna ask that based on yeah. the trailer I saw because it looks like he could. Well, old Brendan Fraser could fit into that. That's not fat shaming because he actually. I thought you looked really bad in his new movie, and they're like, "Oh, that's a fat suit." And I was like, "Which okay. people are really upset about?" I just love how you were saying this. I'm not fat shaming, but thank God he's not that fat guy in the trail in the movie. Oh, well, that's I was a little concerned, but yeah, he is too big to fit inside that. I don't know the name of the character. I'll call him the Tin Man Soup. I was watching it. I'm like, okay, I could see 
Brendan Fraser doing that, but yeah, yeah. I it looks interesting. I really, would watch it. It's funny to me thinking about the the Brendan Fraser roller coaster ride of, you know, he's out in the wilderness. He comes back. He's in a role. He gets a standing ovation, and then people are like, "You wore a fat suit, boo!" Like it's just like that was people that was just last there was people up and tear them down. Fucking hurt. Why are yeah. why are they so upset about it? It's because it's not Marvel, so it's okay to wear a fat suit. <laughs> yeah, they don't. People are people. Do they wouldn't care when it Thor is did the it? idea of who can play what. Um, right. Um, I do remember I was watching um. This is us and this character Toby. He wore a fat suit. And people were like, oh, terrible, terrible yeah, work. Fat I, suit. I guess. I Let's guess. look at McCarthy. Yeah, can't play every role. Jesus Christ, Kyle! Just stuff that in your mouth. Why don't you? Brian. He's doing the jammer. He's eating. Yeah. His sounds at least off. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, no one said, uh... He's not shown on the podcast, so no one else, no one else could have seen him. Just, just deep throat that slider. <laughs> <Just> about... <laughs> Sausage biscuit. Even better. <laughs> yeah, I can tell it was a sausage. Because it's got it the word good. sausage in it, and we're talking about I was going to say sausage. Like that. That doesn't make it better. Yeah, yeah it doesn't ab- make it better. Absolutely. I mean, it sounds it, good. It's like way a sausage better. biscuit. Yeah. I was, hung- I was hungry, guys. Screw, screw no, it. No, it looked hungry. good. It looked tasty. It was delicious. I'm just jealous. <laughs> just do what he did. Be like, wife, bring me sausage biscuit. Because I there, saw his wife just go. stop by with his, with his breakfast. Damn, or... damn right. No, I'm joking. Not even breakfast. I asked her very nicely. Yeah. Elevensies. It's elevensies based on it's his time zone. It's true. It really is. Yeah, it would be Happy elevensies. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun here at Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. We do. What's have the fun. next Sounds story? Silly. What's the next story? Uh, yeah. So we have lots and lots of MCU. Just we'll see what's going on. I think Kevin is having some issues, right? So. <laughs> Sorry, that's a spoiler for anybody that hasn't seen She-Hulk. So last week we had a, we talked about the issue. Was it last week or was it two weeks ago? I don't remember. Time is it was last week moving. because we're talking about Blade being okay. delayed. All right. So, or not delayed, just uh losing, losing director a director and stuff. Yeah. And the yeah. now it's been delayed. script that's gross. Right. Gross. So <laughs> we talked about the fact that the director from Blade um was leaving the film and part of it was the shifting production schedule uh maharshal ali is upset because it is a crap script with two lackluster uh fight scenes and then the film gets delayed right it gets delayed um significantly in fact and we're like oh what it what does this mean what what's going to happen um and i think kyle said in discord like i wonder if they're just going to cancel it and then almost immediately they were like we are pushing back all of these films and so we've got a list we've got a list of films uh four films right so we've got um what just happened i had a thing i had a whole list of films there we go deadpool um yeah, so Deadpool's okay, getting delayed. I did maybe Deadpool's getting delayed. Fantastic Four is getting delayed. Blade is getting delayed, and there's one more that's getting delayed. Um, oh, Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Secret Wars is getting delayed, and so the shifting dates. We've got Blade moving from three November twenty twenty three to six September twenty twenty four. Deadpool is moving from six 
September 6, 2023 to November of 2024. Fantastic Four is moving from November of 2024 to February of 2025. That one's not quite as bad. Secret Wars is moving from 7 November 2025 to May of 2026. So if um, I have my dates right, it feels like the first two were literally pushed because of Blade. Like, weren't they falling into each other's new slots? Yeah. And then They're Secret all falling into each other's just, slots. Secret Wars is probably just smarter, where it's like, what else? Should we really release our two biggest franchises tw- like tw- twice in the same uh, year? Because even like Infinity War and Endgame weren't the same year, you know. Yeah, that's that's how I think you and I. Yeah, because at first you'd be like, there's some kind of new structuring because Marvel's done this before, not to this extent. Um, not even to this pre- extent. Even pre-COVID, just like you see them shuffle stuff where they're like, Inhumans is in the movie now. It's going to be a hit ABC series that we're going to release at IMAX because so, it looks so great. So. um it just, it's not a good look. This is on par with DC earlier this year saying like, oh, these movies are coming out this year. And then the next week delaying all of them. Yeah. Um, this is basically what happened here where Deadpool 3 was just like September 6th. And then like, oh, November, November 3rd. But I mean, it's clearly a situation where it's just there. It's a cascading effect. One gets pushed, so they all have to get pushed. And whether or not this has to do with their interconnectedness or just, you know, making sure that they're filling in specific slots in the release schedule. Yeah. Um, who knows? But I mean, it's very clear that the reason for this is Blade. Um, I don't know if there's any indication that the other movies are facing any similar troubles at this point. I mean, I guess it's kind of early, but um, Blade is clearly the culprit. And it gives yeah. them more time to make better movies. Yeah, and, and I, I say do this rather than releasing yeah, shitty movies. Not? So like, I get it. It's just frustrating that they've had a million years to work on Blade. And they're like on year 999,999 in six months. They're like, oh shit, we should get started on that. Yeah. Yeah. This definitely feels like, like that project that you got assigned in school and you wait until the last week to start working on. Um, Because so this project got, again, we've talked about this before. This got announced at Comic-Con in 2019. And this is just, you know. It's pretty bad. It sucks. Um, Kyle is asking a question in the chat about whether or not this film could be turned into a series. Could, so could it go the opposite route as Armor Wars? Here's what I would say to that. And it's kind of funny. So you have um, two Oscar winning uh, actors portraying the roles. I don't know that he, Mahershala Ali, would be like, yeah, I'll do a TV series. Um, that's not what he's initially... He did, but I think it is different when they come to you and they're like, hey, right? do you want to pitch star in this film? And it's pitched that way and they're like, you know what? What about a TV show? And it seems like the reason it's becoming a TV show is not <laughs> because that's a better way to tell the story. It's because you fucked up. Especially if there's only Somebody's 90 pages script. And it's not like, easier. Yeah, it to six hours. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not easier to make a TV show. It's just different. So I don't know if it's yeah. just like easier Plus, to turn into it. Like Blade he's a character with a big screen history already. It's not like, it's like, no, I mean, so like, is Daredevil. Hawkeye. Yeah. But like Hawkeye is like an Avenger, you know, he's never like Hawkeye, the movie. So it was like, we'll, we'll throw Hawkeye on TV. Not in a bad way. They're like, we have a better story to tell in six hours. Then I could, So the argument that I would make against that is he has ebbed and flowed. Right. So there was the three movies and then there was a very short lived TV show. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. yeah, so short lived. It is forgettable. Yeah. Maybe they want to avoid that, or at least Michelle. Sticky like, fingers. Nah. What, what's Sticky <laughs> fingers last name? Is it Sticky fingers Johnson. 
Yeah, I was like, what is this? Why are we watching this? Why'd they make this? Um, I never watched it. I, if you had asked me, hey, has it been a Blade TV show? I'd been like, no. Fuck There's no, what are you talking That's about? I <laughs> oh, wait. don't even remember. <laughs> no, it's desperate. Desperate for some Blade content. Um, so yeah, Again, even I, with Blade, though, it makes sense that it's like, yeah, rather than pulling a Fast 10 and just grabbing a new director without changing anything, Marvel's like, yeah, we got a problem. We need to punch up the script. Take our time with that. Get a new director. And well, I think that and shows so promise she, rather than doing the Fast Ten thing, where it's like find an actor so quick. We're two weeks away for production. Find an I'm extra. of two minds about that. I'm two. I'm of two minds about that because what it tells me is the state that Blade was in. The amount of time they went from uh, was it Webb who's directing Fantastic Four? Oh, uh, the, uh, Shackman now. Matt, Matt Shackman. Shackman. Matt Shackman. Who was the first one? Webb. Webb. No, was, no, 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 okay. no. Uh, so, no, Watts. Watts. There Watts. Is. John there Watts. Did amazing. The, the, other, the other Spider-Man director. The other W one. So they went from Watts to Shackman in five months. So that happened. I think he dropped out of the project in April. They had a new director by September. That tells you how bad blade is that they're like oh we need to push this way back um so that's interesting and i think they also understand the gravity of this movie they're like this is a movie that means a lot to a lot of people i mean a lot of people this was like their first comic book movie before they even realized that comic book movies were a thing um and it's just a it's a big deal like this is not a they, they don't want to fuck it up it's also one yeah. of the most badass uh vampire films uh there ever was i mean ever, it's ever. it's you an know, amazing I, I vampire love, flick i love in some of the facebook groups i follow they talk about the delay and one of the comments was nobody asked for this i'm like get the fuck out of here everybody fuck asked you. for a blade <laughs> fuck you yeah fuck you everybody fuck was you. asking Everyone's for probably been asking movie. for 20 years yeah yeah i so the first two blade movies to me are just like the, if you're listening and not watching i'm i'm putting my hand above my head like they're up here i i fucking love them so. Yeah, so I remember seeing Blade 2 in theaters. That was a, an experience. I wish I could bring weapons to South Korea because I actually have the Sword of the Daywalker. Like that was one of my first it, and probably like only a biggest um, movie merch memorabilia type things. It's like 36 inches of surgical stainless steel. It's like a huge fucking actually it's bigger than 36 inches. It's, it's a big ass sword. That's what you say a lot. Um, it is. I, I do have. I, do I was have, looking for I mean, a I joke. Like, too early. Jammer got there. Too soon. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's like that's how serious this movie is to me, at least. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's the right move in the end. Like I said, rather than doing a fast ten, which is just yeah. my only example because it's so recent. Where the rocks like it wouldn't no, shock me if stopping. you the project. Not the rock. Uh, yeah, Mahershala. Mahershala? Yeah, we already heard his voice. Like it's obvious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just, it was a joke. It was a joke. okay. Marvel's not afraid to recast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of Actually, where. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that's kind of where the idea of a series came into mind because the way some reports make it seem, Mr. Ali is very un- unhappy. Oh, yeah. allegedly. Uh, so I yeah, wondered if he that. would walk. And if he does, that's kind of where I think it might kind of go the the opposite way, which 
if it wasn't uh if it didn't have the prestige already attached to it as a as a film the way it was released if you if this was back before comic-con 2019 i would have actually supported the idea mm-hmm. of a series and then of course we got what we've gotten in phase four and i think i'd be like now nah, go go back to movie <laughs> well I mean, he plays out of all the characters we've seen he plays the most with the the show characters like moon knight and daredevil so it wouldn't yeah. even be that much of a stretch to be like oh you live in the was it midnight suns that the group or something that they all belong mm-hmm. to sometimes yeah it's like you yeah. live in there uh we're gonna do the Midnight that Suns world. like we did Defenders, only hopefully better. Y'all get yeah. your own single series, and then we do that. Bring well, Daredevil gets two single series. Bringing Alejandra Jones as the as the Ghost Rider, but the only the only difference is she cannot have a crotch rocket. I'm sorry, no crotch rockets for the Ghost Rider. None. Really? No. You sound so old. You're like Chopper no. or nothing. Yeah. Chopper. Chopper. I don't know if I agree with that. Chopper. I don't agree nothing. with that. I hear what you're saying. Like I understand why you're saying that, but by the way, I I, I, I will say know, this. I don't know. I'm not familiar with Ghost Rider, uh, so I typed in Alejandro Jones, and all that shows up are pictures of Alex Jones. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: one billion dollars. A, a a uh, crotch rocket bike is still better than a car, and that's nothing against uh, Robbie Ray's character. It's just the car. Ghost, Ghost Rider's supposed to be on a on a steed, and that's that's either a horse or a bike. Just saying. Ooh. I can get down with that. Horse one. Demon horse. Give it to me, Marvel. Yeah, flaming horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yes. We got? Wait. I'll right. make up for that Lord of the Rings time. Yep. <laughs> yep. I just want to make sure I was, I was like thinking about the topic. Are there any implications that we haven't discussed there? Um, I mean, so there are I, there are possibly. Does Marvel some, need I to think... chill the fuck out? That's the question. Do they need to mellow oh, I... out and like release less, or get like a secondary Feige? So that's what I was alluding to when I said that is the K E V I N all fucked up, and it really is. So yeah, Kyle, that is one aspect of it. Announced less. Um, and you get all of us bitching. They haven't announced anything. No, this is happening. What's going on? You could still announce less, and they would eventually. Go and away. also, the thing is, they release so much <laughs> each year. They release like how many shows have they released this year? Four, like too many. four and four, four shows, four movies. That's too much. Yeah. Just release less. It's not even about announcing. It's about releasing less. Release two movies and two shows. Three movies and two shows. Anything is better I mean, than the frequency we have here now. So part of the problem is they have a streaming platform that they have to make content for, right? The mouse is like, feed me fucking content. I mean, let's see. What are the the movies they had this year? They had Doctor Strange and uh, Thor Love Love and Thunder. Thunder, Thor Love and Thunder. And then 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 Wakanda Forever. So that's the three you asked for. Yeah. No, did Spider-Man come out? Did that, was that before? That was December. That was last year. That was December. Okay. I think, I could have sworn there was four. I think there was originally Morbius. (laughs) <laughs> obviously obviously it's morbid time how could, you forget, how could you forget morbid time yeah. it was just a meme and i never saw the movie so i eventually forgot it like all memes you didn't miss much you missed very little you missed matt smith he was killing he it he was he was House of the dragon he's matt smith ended up doing his little dance this is entertaining a little love dance. getting down tonight. yeah I, I do think that you kind of already I think the biggest implication you already talked about you already kind of hand waved because for you jammer it was because of blade everything else is shifting 
there was the possibility of would anything need to be shuffled based on, you know, spoilers or based on like the Spider-Man Doctor Strange effect. Mm. Um, mm. But they're so far out, it's pretty easy to rewrite the other scripts. Yeah. Because that blade is still pretty far out. Ah, it's easy to just rewrite and the scripts. That's I'm almost no surprised biggie. Deadpool wasn't swapped because I don't think Deadpool will have implications in the MCU. I just think he'll be like a goofy. We fell through know. a portal. I don't edition. know. Again, if you saw She-Hulk, who knows? I loved it. Who Anyways, <laughs> um, moving on. I'll just kill himself because he hates She-Hulk so much. I don't think we have a producer anymore. Now he fake killed himself. People, no violence on the show. Well, he Dark. did yeah. the. What are you? What are you doing over there? Kyle here? did the bullet to the brain with his hand bullets. To be fair, I did totally hand bullet myself. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're crazy. I think She Hulk was delightful. Yeah, I, I thought it was too. I really enjoyed it. Um, I did have one problem. Like as the lawyer, I was like, okay, spoiler for She Hulk. If you saw last week's episode, Jen went on a tear, or She Hulk went on a tear, um, and I mean, not even went on a tear, right? Like she hulked out. She burst through the door and she grabbed someone and she was arrested. And they're like, hey, you can plead guilty. I'm like, plead guilty to what? And they're like, they'll drop the charge. Like, what charges? What the fuck has she been charged with? What did she do? Somebody say a crime. (laughs) Mention a crime. Say a thing. No one did. They had several news reports. But here's here's the problem with that is that we don't know enough about the current law system because of the superheroes that if you are if you are raging Hulk. There could be new rules to you You're because you wrong. were a raging Hulk. You're not wrong. There Using could be powers some assault. in public. Here's yeah, a ticket. There could be some assault by transformation, right? You're right. Because they should have mentioned someone, They should have mentioned You could put someone in fear, apprehension of yeah. use of powers. Well, let's be real. She Hulk. You can't have a law show. But you can't yeah. have a law show where the main character gets arrested and not say what the fuck they got arrested for. Like I that just put just just the entire like, episode. And he kind I of agree. put your hands on me, but but that guy it's was probably guilty of something. Yeah. yeah, it was it was weird. Um anyway, that was annoying. They were like, we need to talk about your case. What case? What case? What'd you do? Anyway. So like maybe bothered. some damages, but nothing more than when she destroyed that parking garage. I'll go with know. that. I'll go with that. Um but it would be then weird because what other Avenger or what other superhero has been arrested or charged with damage to property? Especially now the Sokovia Accords are gone. But we are getting out a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Anyway. I just feel yeah, like Nick, so much Nick, time Nick was very, wasted on Lord Nick of the Rings. Very I'm trying, sensitive to, to, I'm trying, trying today. to keep us now only because we've talked about Lord of the Rings for 30 minutes. So we're still on track. We we still we got like one more You're story, right. two Not more stories. We're, we're talking yeah, She Hulk now. Like, what yeah. did you guys think is a She Hulk ending? Loved it. I really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was. I don't fun. want to spoil it, but my, my, let's talk spoilers. So the main thing I didn't like about it <laughs> about the She Hulk ending was that after she rearranged the pieces through K E V I N. Yeah. Uh, we didn't actually get to see how things were resolved. It was just like, and it's resolved, which I get is a part of the comedy but it's also just very it made it more unsatisfying than it should have been like i wanted to see sort of the things play out after she kind of changed everything that's why i liked yeah. it it was so befu- it was so packed of stuff and sh- i liked the show yet we're like well he's not a hulk anymore and on the screen it cuts to just todd becoming a normal person 
And she's like, why the hell is Bruce here? What, for some movie like handoff? And I don't know. I kind of like the way they did it again later after anyway. Yeah. They did it again at the end anyway. (laughs) I mean, it was clearly this this whole the whole ending was like kind of a fuck you to fans in a way where it's just like, and we're not gonna do that, and we're not gonna do that, which I appreciate. Especially I just wish it was more I just wish it was more emotionally satisfying. I just wish it was more emotionally satisfying as a result of the shifting. Go ahead, Nick. Now you can talk now that I'm done. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I like her comment about oh, they all end the same because that's what my dad doesn't watch Marvel movies or even the Marvel TV shows anymore. He's like, why? I saw the last it's one true. where it was 30 minutes of special effects at the end. And a big blue like, light Shang at the Chi. end. Yeah. Or like Shang-Chi. Probably one of their best movies. Probably one of their worst finales ever. Like, I agree. Shame, I, like, but... I've, I fucking hated that whole third. Like, that movie fell apart for me in that third act. And it was great before that. Yeah. Like, um, I, it was really interesting to me that they commented on the CGI and it's like, so did you make shitty CGI throughout the course of this movie or this show on purpose? I feel like that couldn't have no. been the case, right? No, it's a joke. So, no, 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 no. But I like the joke. A, they move it on to their next project. And then it's you hear the Wakanda like, for um, every theme when she, if you so, didn't notice it, which is, he's like, they moved on to the next project that plays the black one bar of the black or like one part of the black Panther theme. Yeah. I, I like, it was interesting to me as a joke because it kind of reminded me of Venom when somebody talked about a, a turd rolling down the street or something like that. It's like, oh, you're, you're just talking about yourself, right? Like the joke doesn't work because you one. are at who, me? <laughs> yeah, you're projecting on that one. No, 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 no. Like I, it's, it doesn't work as a joke because you, it is the thing, right? Like it <laughs> is genuinely bad. Um, he is that turd. Yeah, I didn't. Think oh, I got to I got I got to jump on this, Jonesy. I'm sorry. See, J- Jammer, you said Venom wasn't harmless. And now we're getting the, the crap from Madam Web. We were getting the I said the, it was harmless. No, that, that's what I mean. You said it was harmless and it's it's not. Venom is proving itself <laughs> to be the 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 word. We got Morbius because of Venom. I mean, just I, I told you, I told all of you, you you're right. You all be a show. No, for no, 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 no. I hated Venom. Good on you, trailer. Jonesy. Damn good From on you. From the minute I saw the trailer. Listen, let me tell you. To be fair, I never Venom, said Venom, I never said no, no, it was I'm good, finish, and I never said I Venom. liked it or that I was looking forward to it. I just thought it was a harmless movie. I told you it was going to be dangerous. Not. Kyle, harmless, I'm wrong. Terrible. I said I'm it was going to be dangerous. Thank You're you, right, Jamie. Kyle. I'm wrong. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jamie. Venom one, is one more the Donald time. Trump <laughs> of the superhero world, right? Let me tell you how. Because they're like, because you're you're like, hey, what's the harm in letting Venom have his fun? Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Well, here we are. The world is coming to an end. We're on the verge of nuclear war, all because of Venom. Anyway, yes, I did get to see, did get to see Tatiana Maslany in a thong. So that was like the highlight of She-Hulk. Kind of exciting. I mean, kind of. I mean, it was like they had she had shorts over it. You just got to see the thong pulled up high. Okay. Jonesy likes whale tails to stop hitting on hating on that. Jen. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. You make it sound like you're describing something that would make it not as awesome as it was. It's great. <laughs> well, I mean, your implication was like I saw her in a thong, as if it was just the thong, but that wasn't the case. I'm just making no. sure for audiences who haven't it's seen Marvel it, Marvel Studios. Here. She's obviously not in just the thong. You never know. You never know. No. Super hot. Super hot. Anyway. <laughs> no, but I thought. Uh, Go watch Orphan. I, it's awesome. Orphan, Orphan Black, Black, you mean? 
Yeah. Anyway, you guys ready to move on? Am I ready to move on? Let me think here. I'm glad they recognize that that guy should not have been a Hulk. That would have been frustrating if he was actually going to be turned into a Hulk. Yeah, as that ending was unfolding, I'm like, especially when Tat- yeah, Titania came through. And I was like, yeah, what? it just made what? no sense. What? This is That's the thing is, like, it, it jumbled like all these other, things together, and it was just out. like, and it was just like, this is stupid. And what? then it was, and then they too? waved it off. Yeah. And then they made it unsatisfying. I was just like, it, it was all done on purpose, but it still kind of just made me feel like, wait, so what is real and what isn't? One thing I do like, I do like that Emil Blonsky is still good. I, yeah, I like he, that. Because clearly when he was a speaker doubt. there, yeah. he thought he was being like just self, self-help coach. He didn't realize he was speaking to a bunch of 4chan incels. He thought it was com- something completely different, um, which is fine. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he's Is he still good Wong, though? Which is, I think so. He's with right. Wong. You just explained the thing now. Is he no, still good? left with Wong after trying so. to save her life he in a scene law. that may have not existed or not. Well, yeah. No, Sorry, that... say it. Captain say America broke me? the law. He's still good. Well, he broke out of prison. He broke the law, but I, he's still good. Like he's not like I'm back still to being person. a raging abomination yeah. now. I like, like that he has he, an arc. That's his fun. character arcs remain, which I appreciate. Well, Steve Rogers yeah. broke like three would be Avengers out of prison. We don't call him a bad guy. He broke out. Ant-Man, yeah, that's because they broke the Sokovia. Scarlet Witch. You only do if you're Team Iron Man. <laughs> You only do if you're Team Iron Man, which I always I appreciated. At the end of Civil War, after Tanya watched it, she was just like, why would anybody be t- Captain America? And that just makes me very happy. That You can go either way. Wait, yeah. so you're, you're Team Stark? I'm no. Team Cap. Oh, he was oh, just yeah. he found it interesting that someone would still take a side after watching it. No, no, I didn't say that. Tanya oh. said that. She was like, why would oh. anyone be Team Cap? No, but I think that's what's interesting about it is that you it's not just before the movie coming out. Yeah. Welcome to the conversation, Nick. It's exactly what I was saying. I just said that's why I just said your opinion was you're like, no, Tanya said this. It's like, yes, I heard that. And you made that point. She said that. No, but you made it sound like I was the one who said that. I wasn't the one who said that. She was. Okay. (laughs) Ding ding. Anyway, so last week we talked about the fact that uh, Henry Cavill might come back. Now we know Henry Cavill's coming back. So there is a scene that has leaked from the new Black Adam. And I think it's the only reason I really want to see Black Adam now. Uh, so Henry Cavill is confirmed. There's also a story where um, Dwayne Johnson seemingly welcomed him back. So he posted like this cryptic thing where he said, welcome back. And then the scene leaked. I guess I have a question about this so the scene we got is henry cavill peering out of some sort of smoke it's weird and saying to black adam hey we need to talk right super short ends um do you think the warner brothers leaked this on purpose or allowed it to leak i mean like it's it wasn't even a thing like dwayne johnson was basically maybe because he was basically saying right beforehand he was like that's the whole point of this is for me to fight Superman. He like straight up said it before like a several days before that movie. (laughs) Yes, but before that, we did not know who Superman was going to be. Mm. So we saw Shazam. Mm. Hold up. In Shazam, you got to see a someone in the suit, no head. You heard all these stories about Michael B. Jordan potentially being either Superman or a version of Superman. Um, and you just kind of heard that he was being tossed about and screwed around 
with uh, as far as whether or not he was going to return. So I, you're not wrong in that. Yeah, it was all leading towards him fighting Superman, but which Superman? I mean, I think he made it clear that it was going to be Henry Cavill, based on everything. Well, he, he had said. that one quote a while back where like they're so. like, "Would you like? To, would you like to take us about Superman?" He's like, "Hell yeah!" It depends. Or he's like, "Would Superman beat you or be able to hold his own in a battle?" And he's like, "It depends which Superman it is." Remember when he had that quote? Yeah. And there was yeah. also a recent a recent quote where he talks about there's one hero who's just been sidelined for too long. That was like this past week as well. You could still recast. And to me, yeah, that would be true regardless. And to me, that says it's not just the hero, but it's it's the guy who played him that's been sidelined. That's how I interpret it. Agreed. It's not it's not like set in stone. That's you could easily interpret it the other way, but that's how I interpreted it. Uh, Methinks thou art reading way too much into that. Yeah, it's our job. Because like when he says that, it could just means superman because like since we've last seen superman we've gotten a brand new batman and a joker movie but i think i think dwayne johnson is smart i think he would have known i don't think he would have been building it up as he did if it was just like surprise it's a different superman i think he he knows enough about fans Mm -hmm. to know they would have been like what the fuck is this we didn't that's not what we want mr johnson we wanted something different i think he could have just as easily said i want to fight her in cavill yeah, he didn't. Right. Okay. I, of, of that's course, my interpretation. Of I mean, he, he could have, he could have, but he didn't. And also, Henry yeah. Cavill's back. So. Yeah, I. So I think another way of thinking about that is publicly, he's like, "I want to fight Superman." Behind the scenes, like if that was his preference, which it seems like it was. Behind the scenes, he's working that. You know what it is? And I think it's also, I think you're right. I was interpreting it a specific way. The big difference is that in tandem oh, I with know. this, we've been yes. hearing reports about him basically pushing on them to bring back Henry Cavill. So that in tandem with those comments, I think had me jump to the conclusion that, oh yeah, he's back for sure. I didn't hear, I don't remember that. Yeah, it I was this past that. week or so. This past week or so, there were reports about oh, how yeah. literally he is the driving force behind mm. that and in tandem yeah. with those comments happening. and then before the, that those came out before the cameo did and then the cameo actually came out like this past yeah. 24 hours or whatever then it's like yeah okay so i think anything before this week is interpreting too much into it yes i agree if he's yeah so but those yeah, comments i think right. were about a week ago right if i'm not mistaken or at least i heard about them throughout this past week he's been saying it a lot like mm. it, that has been his consistent refrain but the specific ones that I'm talking about where he's like, that's what the whole point of this is, man, is for me to fight Superman. And then him saying, like, there's a hero that's been sidelined for too long. Those quotes that I at least I heard them around the same time or right right after we heard about him really pushing for Henry Cavill as a part of his contract and stuff. So it all just kind of built up to the point where when it released, I was like, yeah. So, But yeah, to answer your say... question... Yes, I think it could have been leaked on purpose. Or at the very mm. least, it's been leaked and they have and not taken it down stay. or suppressed yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Maybe even The um, Rock leaked it, like Tim Miller or Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds or Tim Miller, yeah. Yeah, depending who you... Well, you still don't know for sure, but yeah, it's it's one of those two guys. It's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Ryan Reynolds too. <laughs> um, hey guys, Danny just finished a workout. That's good. 
Just you guys are so weird tracking each other's bodies like that. What the Why? hell? Why? I don't track no one's body. Not even my own. I'm impressed. Jammer's been running his ass off. Yeah, I have a 12 mile run today. Yeah. See, it's impressive. I work in a room where I can't bring my fucking smartphone or my fucking smartwatch. So it's very annoying. It's almost mm-hmm. like a waste of money. Anyway, um, random note. So we've got Michelle Yeoh, who is going to be in the new Transformers film, Rise of the Beast. And I, this wasn't like a big deal story to the point where I give zero fucks about the fact that Pete Davidson is in it unless he dies um, Suicide Squad style. <laughs> My question for you guys was about this. Do you think that that has any implications on the script? Michelle Yeoh is not known for making mid or shit movies. I don't know. It's hard to tell because you never know with these big movies how much they're actually showing scripts to people or how much they're just signing on to a brand. Um, It varies per project, so it's really hard to tell. But I I guess... I mean, your implication is that she picks her projects carefully, right? She doesn't just sign on to that. Um, Maybe. Or maybe she's just like, you know what? It would be fun to be in a really big blockbuster. So she's, so to that point, she's going to be that, and she's going to be in the new Hercule Poirot film. Poirot. Mm -hmm. Hercule Poirot. Which I'm Um, excited for in this story, but... I think I'm more excited for Transformers, mostly because of the director, so Stephen Cable Jr. And as this cast gets round, I was more excited about Michelle Yeoh, the fact that Pete Davidson's in it. I'm feeling not quite as good about it. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I was just curious what you guys thought. I mean, about I think that. I think you're right as far as Stephen Cable Jr. definitely brings uh, an extra air of what's the word I'm looking for? What did he direct? He did Creed too. Um, oh, an extra okay. air of credibility that this yeah. is going to be a quality thing. But at the same time, uh, this is written by Joby Harold and several other people. So, you know, it's a typical thing. He, what did Joby write? Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. uh, he was a writer, a story writer on the Flash movie, which we, of course, we haven't seen yet. He also did Army of the Dead. Um, oh. And king arthur legend of the sword but again it's really hard it's really hard to gauge quality when it comes to screenwriters because i feel like you really never know if a writer is good until they write something that's sort of independent um because when you're in a you're just a cog in the machine who knows who's telling you what to do right so stevie cable jr though really good director he has done something a little bit i guess creed is an indie but it kind of has that indie feel to it you know that um so Good stuff there. And I like Bumblebee and hopefully they're at least maybe taking hints from that and making a more streamlined and personalized story. I don't know. Yeah. I So I think that at least for me, between the director and the cast, so we've got Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback who are also going to be starring in that, who are the leads in this. So I think between the three of them plus uh, the supporting cast, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the, the, the pieces so far are looking good. If, if you had said to me, all of these people are on board uh, Star Wars or a Marvel movie, I would be pretty stoked. It literally is just the brand that has me worried. Um, so with that in mind, 
I mean, there's no reason not to be positive until we see something that has me say otherwise. And okay. I guess my point, not really a big point. <clears throat> I still haven't seen Bumblebee. One of the reasons I haven't seen it, really? even though I hear it's good. And I want to see it. I just haven't gotten to it. But one of the reasons I have, I don't watch it quicker is I've already, it's like, like I was saying earlier, fool me once, shame on you. It's like I've been fooled three fucking times. I've watched three Transformer movies, and the they've difference all been is no garbage. one, no one, no one was telling you that those movies were good before you saw them. <laughs> That's true. But you're like, huh? Maybe it'll be better. This no, it's worse. Maybe it'd be better. Oh no, it's much worse. And I didn't even watch the Mark Wahlberg one because I'm like, so you fooled I know yourself. this will be terrible. <laughs> yeah. There, there are two Mark Wahlberg movies, right? Two. Are there? Yeah. There's I the last night, and then there's the Age of Extinction. Age of yeah. Extinction. <laughs> Both absolute so dog shit. I've avoided two burnings, at least. Here's so the I thing. I still have th- two fingers left. Two burnings. I actually don't mind the first and third one. I hate the rest. Anyhow. I like the first one. I love the first one. The first one is a guilty pleasure of mine. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not Transformers. Has, the but music it's is fantastic. It is a good score, but that doesn't save a movie for me. It's a great score. I also think that the second movie, had they not been in a writer's strike, would have been good. Um, I mean, I don't trust anything I can, that Michael Bay does. Like, he has a potential to taint anything. He does, but I, I can see. This is going to sound weird. I can see a good movie in there. Um, oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Best yeah. Transformers stuff out recently is the uh, uh, War for Cybertron trilogy on Netflix. I highly uh, we watched recommend that. For that. We did the first. We did part okay. one the first for the season. show. All, all three. Like they didn't like it. Jonesy, what like, did you like think? It. Jonesy's center camera. That was right okay. Now. Really, that was okay. I liked them. I was. I felt it, it was fine, okay. but it was just boring. I was yeah. bored. Those transformers. I think it was too much filler. I think it was. Grown up was too much filler sometimes. Jammer. I think that is true. Sometimes it does be boring. So um, you, you got to eat your vegetables right in order to get basically get the body that you want. So, yeah um, you if you guys if anybody wants to go back and listen to an old 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 school episode of the show we actually talked to Lindsay rousseau who mm-hmm. was in that um which was fun because that was the one where she joined us for the whole show right jammer yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think so it was a good time they say like we're from cybertron i would say like it's it's fine like i could see why people like it but for me i was just bored yeah, I, I for for a certain type of people who's really steeped in mythology and really likes Transformers, totally get why you'd like it. It just wasn't for me. When they met the uh, beasts, I got back into it a little bit more. Like it was just there was too much of a lull in there. I, mm-hmm. Too many episodes. Either mm-hmm. it should have been tighter. I or can agree like with that. that. Like, yeah, I I can definitely. So- when you, when you look at the movie. whole trilogy, you can look at it as, yeah, you could have cut a few here in the first uh, arc, a few in the second arc, and maybe yeah. get to the third the third arc a little bit uh, uh, quicker. But, uh, yeah, interesting. I got genuinely excited when uh, Beast Wars characters showed up. Like, I was like, I'm into this now. Uh, I mean, I was all I was into it in the beginning, then it lulled a little bit, but I, I loved getting to see the Beast Wars characters again. I loved that cartoon when I was a kid. I think Nick and I are just maybe a little too young for the franchise. We're like, we literally missed it by a few years. So well, it doesn't Source have any. was on like before school and stuff. I just yeah. never had a taste yeah, for it. Yeah, never got into it. Well, it's because it was once again connected to the Transformers franchise, which was too old. Like, eh. I didn't even know it was connected to Transformers. Yeah, but it was. I just remember the ads Beast Wars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah, was connected in the same way that like, 
like the animation style is different. Like the mythology is there. It, it was basically a reboot. You could have watched it and not really mm-hmm. um, have known much about the original. Mm. So they got super weird towards the end of that show. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway, um, speaking of super weird, you guys want to talk about Hellraiser? Yeah. Sure. Hellraiser so, uh, up. So as I look at things, I am I'm I'm always I always find myself shocked when I look at numbers. So Hellraiser, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, has a 67% from the critics and a 62% from the audience. So relatively close. I almost oh, agree. Wow. Um yeah. the closest they get. It's five points. Yeah. Yeah. Um so where is the oh no, I lost the thingy. Man, I am not on my P's and Q's today. Losing all those um, Yeah, I'm losing all my things. So Hellraiser is a film. Oh, God damn it. It I is usually a film. have all it is a film. Hellraiser um, is a film. It's a, film. a new horror it's a film. It's a reboot. There we go. A young woman must confront okay. the sadistic supernatural forces behind an enigma- enigmatic puzzle box responsible for her brother's disappearance. Anyway, this film was directed by David Brubaker. Uh, I'm sorry, Bruckner, and it's a story by David Goyer and Clive Barker. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know David Goyer wrote this. No yes. story, story. No well, script. who's the screenwriter then? Not him. Who's the screenwriter? I don't know. Someone forget it. I'm going. I'm I just remember watching the credits, and the only name I recognized was Goyer, but he was definitely screenplay by Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski. Boom, neither yeah. of which are David Goy. No kidding. <laughs> like I said, that's all that's I true. knew is that he didn't write it. Well, I was just surprised because he like he just said two names, and I know Clive Barker didn't write this version. So I was just like, well, I guess David Goyer wrote, but no, I guess now he just did the story. Guess not. Um so we'll do this. Do you guys want to do this as we've been doing the new way, which is would sure. you recommend this film or not? And then get into the details. Yeah. All right. So uh Nick, would you recommend this film? Do you like horror movies? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Jammer? Seemed harmless. Um, it's hard <laughs> like for me Venom. to say if you like horror movies. I'm not a horror movie person. I don't like horror movies, but I really enjoy mm-hmm. this movie. Um, I say if you like if you like thrillers and are okay with some gore and some supernatural elements, yes. And also horror. Because I don't know what horror movie people like. I don't know how much they like this one. But if you like thrillers with some supernatural aspects and some gore thrown in for good measure, I think it's a good watch. Okay. Uh, for myself, I would not recommend this film. Hmm. Well, and... it actually knows more about horror. <laughs> I was surprised by that because I feel like you you were definitely like, I feel like you're probably more steeped in this than I am. And I was watching and I was like, this is pretty good. And I think for me, it has, actually, let you finish your thing before I get into mine. Um. So what, deep diving? Yeah. Or I recommend- you, because yeah. You, you didn't give initial thoughts outside of you would not recommend it. So if you have anything yeah, else to add in, it... in general terms. It started out well, it lulled in the middle, and then by the time I got to the end, I just didn't care anymore. Interesting. I felt the, I kind of see where you're coming from, because I feel like for me, this story had this, for me, it is what the best horror movies have, to the point where I just like, I'm always like, get get out of the way, horror movie. I care more about the characters than I do about the horror elements, and I feel like that's how I always feel about the best horror stories. And that's how I felt about this one. Like I was very invested in the characters and what their struggles were. And yeah, partway through, I was just like, Oh, get, get, get out of the way pinhead or whatever they call it. Character. No, um, it's pinhead. Yeah. Pinhead. And I was like, I don't 
I don't want to see you right now. Don't worry about it. I just want to see you, these people struggle and I want to see her come out on top and them to, you know, I was really invested in what was happening, even though I wasn't really cared too much about the horror stuff that much. But at the end, I thought it came together fairly well. I still don't quite understand what these people are and I doubt I'm supposed to fully understand. Um, but it was intriguing and I thought it was fun to watch. I was engaged. I felt grounded and I cared even if, I guess there was a bit of a lull, but even by the end, like by the time it went full horror, I was invested in like, okay, I'm kind of on board with what's happening now. I get it. And I was interested in how things would turn out. Um, for reference, I have right here next to me, my writing stuff that I was going to do. I was planning on doing some like work as I was watching it. I didn't do any work. I was fully invested mm. and engaged throughout the whole movie. Um, so I wrote a single note card um, and I was supposed to do some other stuff. So because of this movie, I did not do any work. So I think that's a sign of an intriguing and decent movie for me. The podcast is work, Jammer, right? So like watching, preparing for the podcast, that's mm -hmm. work. That's I know. Work. But I'm saying like other writing work that pays money. The work that pays, that's right. <laughs> um, I agree. So here's what I did enjoy about the movie. I love the look of it, right? Whatever filter they were using when they were filming it, so I was like, this is like the 80s. Like this looks like the 80s and that was helped by a lot Wait. with what they did with yeah. Was this supposed to take place in the 80s? No. No. Oh, no, it wasn't. Okay. Shit. He's saying but the look. The okay. look of it is um was that. And so that was aided by like dress how they dressed characters, uh the way they look so like Odessa Azion, the lead actress the way her hair was and the way she dressed, I was like, you, this feels like a character straight out of the eighties. And so mm. as someone who watched this series when I was younger, I appreciated feeling like I was just being dropped right back to being a kid and watching the series. Um, I, I like that. So I liked the body horror elements of it. I do think that they did a good job of, um, kind of making you wince when the chains came out and like rending flesh and bone. I could have done without that. that <laughs> well, that's but that's the point. That is the franchise. That was the that's part I is. did not like the most. I was just like, ah, I don't need that. That's why I didn't want to watch this, but I'll watch anything for the podcast. But like, oh man, this is not you know, Nick, the type of horror. There's been I at do least like one project horror. where you're like, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> Yeah, that was both I think, of us. <laughs> but, I'm not, but but I'm not saying that I'm I'm not saying I could do anything for the podcast. Almost. There's a difference. I just Nick, did two in a row that are very against my type of thing. Nick was this trying one, to convince us to do more, Morbius on multiverse, uh, Marvel multiverse mayhem. So yeah, he'll he'll watch exactly. It. No, 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 no God, one on YouTube not. wants to do that. Nick was desperate to find someone to watch it with him though. J Janet, you could help him out. No, I don't. Kyle, Kyle would rather cut himself on a freaking Hellraiser cube than, you know. I will solve that cube. Morbius. I will solve that cube Get chained before and ripped I apart. absolutely way better. I and I remember trying. I was trying to remember from the lore. I was like, was it the box cutting you that causes? And I I could not remember because um, I resolved to not go back and watch any of the <laughs> uh, the stuff to try and catch up. I remember, like, I have a note that says. When they got to the mansion, that's when I got bored. Um, mm. I just, 
mentally checked out of what I was watching, which is sad because I do think that there was some good stuff here. There was some really good um, stuff there. I'm surprised you were bored at that point because I think I was bored a little bit before that um, for a five minutes, maybe. Um, but I also yeah. kind of blame myself on that one. Cause I think I was mildly distracted because I spilled my coffee and I had to fucking clean it up. And I was like, I'm running out of time. I got to keep it going. And so I kind of, I think there wasn't enough too. murders. There weren't enough murders. I needed more death, which is going to sound with weird. That. Like, I like, I like the, like, I like horror movies where it's not just death, 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 death. It's like each death kind of means something or it has impact in some way and contributes and it's not just death 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 though i will say nora is a character that clearly existed just to be killed because she didn't do a fucking thing up until before she almost died so that is one criticism i have is that the for the first part of the movie i was like she didn't she's like just there she's not doing anything or saying anything until she matters um you're talking about the roommate right yeah what was funny about her was she had said so little my wife was like did she always have an accent and i was like i i Honestly, yeah, I, I had the same thought too. <laughs> so yeah, I needed more. I just needed more. Yeah. Anyway, Nick, what'd you think? But yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, I oh, really, sorry, I was surprised. I'm surprised that you didn't like it, Jonesy. I thought you you would have enjoyed it. Well, I think he's comparing I did it, it first. to the original, which was better. Like, was that would that be the case, Jonesy? I do think you the have more reverence better. for I do the think first the one. Better. Yeah, I so, do. Like for me and you, Jam, um, we're not comparing it to anything that came before. We're just like, okay. Mm. That wasn't a waste of time. That was a horror movie, but for him, it's like, oh, the it wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I watched it. I'm happy I watched it. Me too, even though I was scared. Yeah, for me, it I, wasn't. It wasn't scary. It was. Was it scary to people? Because for me, I watched it and I'm like, well, oh, oh this one or the original. What's scary about it? I wouldn't say it's. It's. I don't like the gruesomeness of it. It's not like I was waiting for the next scare. That was never occurred to me. It was just I don't like how gruesome. Because I guess I I differentiate and like peeling, which is the whole point of the franchise. Well, but. yeah, I guess I don't consider that scary. I just consider it it's gross. gore. Yeah, I think those are separate things. For me, scared is like you're right. I'm like mentally paranoid. You nailed or it. Afraid you of nailed what's it happening. for me. Yeah, I wasn't okay. like that. I was just like, ugh, another guy got ripped apart by chains. I was a little every time I was a little afraid every time someone touched it, if a knife would pop out. You're that was like, all ah, the tension is it gonna me. happen? Yeah. Stop pulling out the knife oh, or stop touching and it. And that was that actually irritated the shit out of me. I remember the scene where they went to see the woman in hospice. I assume it was hospice care, right? The one yeah. that was dying of cancer. And she's like, she's trying to take the box from her. she's like, no, give me the box, give me the box. And she ends up getting cut. I'm like, that was really stupid. Like all she's of that also was dying dead. from lung cancer. But that wasn't her intent, right? She just wanted to take the box. And so that struggle. Well, obviously her, what, I, I guess I, I'm different than you because A, for the main character, I know why she was struggling. I know why she wanted to cling on to it. And I think this mm-hmm, other woman wanted to prevent further damage from happening or something. I don't remember. Maybe she got, maybe it was like three. I don't really know what her motivations were, but there's a desperation there in tandem with the fact that she's really sick and not all there. That made it believable. For I don't me. know about the not all there part, but I thought it wasn't insane asylum at first. But yeah, I just think it's hospice. Yeah, or something. Because she's not there, like rattling on about the box, the box, the box. Um, <laughs> I have so so I uh, I enjoyed it, uh, except for all the blood, which I knew was going to happen. It's not like it was a shock to me. Touched up to that Rick and Morty episode, which I referenced last time we brought up Hellraiser. Um, I have a question for you, Jonesy, since you've seen the original. Mm. The drug thing, her being a druggie, felt like the Evil Dead remake. 
where it was an addition. Though in Evil Dead, it tied in a lot more. Like when she was possessed, they just thought she was going through withdrawals, like making the main character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, didn't seem to like they did use that in this too, where it's like, how do you know he like went, didn't come out of the bathroom? Like you were passed out. Like, mm-hmm. is that kind of the same deal? Where, yeah, like, let's did. add another level to it. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like it. Um, that it was definitely a level of like, well, we can't. You're an unreliable narrator. We can't trust what you did or didn't see that happened to your brother. Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't go the other potential route. Was like, did you kill your brother? Um, yeah, I'm glad they didn't have that. Yeah, well, that she, just would have seemed uh, weird. Question number two: Do the people she kill? based on or him back in the day uh do you learn across the movies do they become these monsters or they just go to hell like normally they just... hair, do you become a monster or it's just it's always the same monsters or do you know it's, it's not always the same monster so pinhead is the only consistent one okay um like there were times that people would die and become centibytes and it wasn't always um, consistent to the rationale. Sometimes it happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you would and see somebody one, die and it would immediately come back as one for, of them. For this one, I could almost see like the pattern for the difference between uh, the all the other characters and the guy at the end who transformed is that he was seeking pleasure through. Right. He was just, you know, fucking. And I'm sure everyone who will turn into that at one point were seeking either, either pleasure or pain or something along those lines. Pleasure is pain. Pain is pleasure. Yeah, so to your point, Jammer, to the best of my recollection, everyone that became a Centobite, it's not because they unlocked the ultimate form. Hmm? No no T in there. Man, I always want to add like T's. Cinnabite. Yeah, Cinnabite. Yeah, Almost sounds right. like a tasty cinnamon treat. That's but... what I was going to say. <laughs> Cinnabite. <laughs> I want to go to the mall right now. Dude, Cinnabon, get that freaking uh, You know what it is? In. It's... It's um I keep thinking of like centipede. That's mm. where my what's going on with my brain. Um but what was I gonna say? Oh, it isn't people don't become cinnabites because they like pass some tests or unlock some different level of the box and attain some higher level. Um, but in this it seemed like, yeah, because he had gotten up to the Leviathan was it the Leviathan? Want it's funny because right? I, I interpreted it differently. Sensation for power. Sorry. I, I, I interpreted it as he wanted pleasure and then mm-hmm. basically backed out. Yeah. So if basically you ask for a gift and then when you back out, mm-hmm. then you turn into a Cenobite. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying that previously, oh. I don't remember that being the case. Like it seemed like, yeah, like this person's going to become a Cenobite. So what the fuck is Pinhead? He... mystical being he she well that's the thing they did the there was a big deal about swapping genders and just watching this one not having seen the other one i'm like well it doesn't seem to make a difference it seems almost like a genderless character like uh well i think in the, the bad i remember hearing arguments that in the in the novella that it's like a sexually androgynous character yeah but mm. i don't know i'm not familiar um whatever so i think they describe described him correctly in this they were basically like or not him her um that they're basically yeah. priests yeah they're priests no no when i said them i meant all of them they're mm. priests right and they're like 
this this thing coming from the sky that's our god um mm. and so i think that that is that would be an accurate way to describe him or do you mean something pope. more specific specific like is is pinhead a demon or... what the fuck is pinhead what is it and i think he's what i think they? he's just like a demonic type priest that's what i can think of to describe him. well if he's a, a priest to character what? and they're all running around then then he she a priest to pope. who 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 do they worship and who who do they that big thing is, in the who sky is... Leviathan. Yeah, who is that? Who is the Leviathan? Leviathan yeah. Where do they come from? Why do they come from? Why is Gamora? We'll have to, we'll have to wait for much. the reboot prequel. Too much. Too much. Prequel. Yeah. So if this does well, I'm sure they'll try and explain it. Um, there was, I, which movie was it? Was it the third one? There's one where they go in and explain who Pinhead as a person actually is. Elliot Spencer. Um, yeah. So he is a British soldier um, and he finds this box and he does the thing and they, they take him um, way back. World War one or two I think it was one. And he becomes Kyle, pinhead. He's not sure. You think it's two? Kyle put up two, but okay. now he's on. I'll look. <laughs> All right. Let's fuck the fucking soldier's going to look this shit up. Which fucking war it is. Yeah, um, it's one. It's one. World War one. You're right. Rawr! I know one thing. Uh, I you still know, don't think that makes up for thing. the Cento bite thing. Um, nice, James. So, <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah. So he is a he is a human that got corrupted and changed by the box. So, okay. I'm unsatisfied by that answer, but okay. Well, then, because then the I question is, didn't want what transformed him? What we got, but maybe the answers. The box. Like, give it. me some grounding and shit. I was the opposite. The box Where's the like, box okay. come from? It's like Jumanji. The box we never was know the box created, comes from. <laughs> no, yeah, you do. The box was created uh, by this French family. Um, and okay, so there's this one on movie. the vineyard. <laughs> sure. There's this one movie where they they show it's kind of cool. Actually, it's not scary, but I like it because they explain the lore and the history of what happened with the box. So there was this uh it was a puzzle. Uh, slash toy that this guy makes i don't remember how he gets corrupted in this way um but it is part of the movie but the story is basically this guy who is trying to redeem his family and they he's like hey we created this box we've unleashed this misery and hell on the world and so it's my job as one of the descendants of this family to make it stop and go away mm-hmm. um and i liked it from a lore perspective it's not frightening it's not scary at all but it's interesting I thought it, it kind of so. reminds me just this whole movie does remind me of that one scene in cabin in the woods where they're like, what are they going to select in the basement? And one of them is like a puzzle cube. Cause like, they're like, you know, the scene where the, <laughs> the office employees are like watching and betting on what item they're going to select from the basement. that will unleash like which kind of monster fights them. And like one of the kids picked up a cube or like, look at this it's a puzzle cube. But then someone else is like, no, no, look at this. And he puts it down and like, I don't know. <laughs> I love that movie and the way it treats horror movies and just references movies like this. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember about the lore. I need to go back home and read some more about it because I do remember liking it. Cool. Yeah. This is good, though. I, I, I appreciated it. I enjoyed it. Horror is never my go to, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. I just it wasn't so as good as uh, Jonesy didn't like it. Malignant, but uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's not like a. It's not like a. It's like a C. Like I, 
I wouldn't, I can't think of a reason why I'm like, I didn't find it to be particularly scary. I didn't think it was particularly interesting from a lore perspective. Um, it just was. I give it a C too. I give it yeah. a B. Hmm. Shocking. Clearly I enjoyed it Shocking. the most out of all of us. I mean, like, I was, I was invested in the game going. Yeah. I was invested enough in the characters and to what was happening that I wanted to see how things would turn out. So yeah. Like I was engaged with the characters and what they did, like even outside of the supernatural stuff. Get it, get that out of here. It's like, so yeah. here's a question for you all: Why didn't the Cenobite uh, or Pinhead specifically choose to kill the main chick? Why did he give her a second? Why did he give her like a choice to either mm -hmm. give feed him two more or die yeah. herself? I think yep. probably they wanted. We can give you an option. Get us two Ooh. more people or just one. No, but there was but two the, more we had to touch the thing and go, and that could have just been her. No, I know that. But I'm saying he said either you or two other people. As a, as, as the pinhead, I was like, I'll give you the choice. I'm going to get at least one. But if I get you to get me two more, that's one more person. I think it ties back to her drug usage. Um, at the end, she says that oh, kind right. of thing where she's like, oh, you're going to be miserable the rest of your life. And you're taking that as your like reward, just being mentally miserable. Um, that wasn't a that... drug thing, though. No, but yeah, again, was... like, I think it all ties into it because that's like a lot of reasons, reasons a lot of people use drugs as depression and stuff like that. So it's like, what does well, this have to do with the choice? Life. What does it have to do with, this, uh, with Pinhead telling her? That's either... why she was like, I can use this person and still torture her without having to bring her to hell or whatever. Like she's like she's already broken person. Let me get two not broken people out of it that I can torture. I don't know. That's not the. That's not what I. That's not what I picked. Answer up from. I have for it. It's the best you answer pick up I got. <laughs> I didn't think it was anything like. I didn't think it tied into the end. Um, I couldn't think of a reason why she would do that because it was the idea like, oh hey, that 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 knife that uh, blade that came out was nah, I just for you. It. Yeah. Yeah. That was for you. And so she was like, you need to bring me somebody else. Later on, Pinhead does prick her. And now she's like, hey, it's either going to be you or it's going to be somebody else. And so at the point where, she, where Pinhead stabbed her, I didn't understand why she gave her a choice then. She hadn't displayed any kind of mental acuity, any kind of um, personality, anything that would... Sometimes in movies like this, something will happen where somebody, okay, Nick, you'll get this, where the Borg Queen was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, mm -hmm. I get you, right? There wasn't anything like mm -hmm. that in this that would make me understand why Pinhead gave any fuck about why after she was pricked, what she did. She's like, no, 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 I, I got you now. That was the whole point for a bit. I got you. That's a good point. That's a good comparison, too. Maybe uh, because she was the only one among them that Pinhead thought that she still had a drive and a motivation to infect other people, and that was to see her brother again, or to save her brother. Oh yeah, he she Pinhead did know what her final wish would be. Or, though it was yeah, but monkey paw, you would have gotten that like a zombie. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. I, yeah, I, she didn't it, learn all that until like even they met the guy at the end. He was the first guy to make a wish. They hadn't seen him yet. And he's got like his uh, little machine in him. It's like twisting his tendons and muscles. And 
because he chose Sensation the first time. Okay. It's not called Pleasure. It's called Sensation. I mean, I'll give it to you, Jonesy. Like, that's not. It's not clear that there's a good answer for that, and it's kind of a weakness in the story. And that's part of why I got wrapped around the axle. Like, I'm one. I'm bored, and two, like this, whatever this is, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was That's grasping fair. for straws with my drug answer. And uh, yeah, I was grasping yeah. for straws too. Like, I think I justified it in the moment, but looking back on it, I'm like, oh yeah, there really wasn't yeah, a reason. the moment didn't take yeah. me out of it. So I'm like, ooh, yeah. more because people are going to die than our main character not, isn't yet. Yay! They're not genies, right? They're, their desire isn't to grant wishes. So from that perspective... Desire before, at that point. Right. I got no answer in the beginning. For you, certainly thought he was going to be. <laughs> I got nothing for you. Wish. I have. It no just answer. seemed weird. And to put it another way, again, I I hate the idea of having to compare it to the original. Like original recipe, Pinhead would have just killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the other one is interesting. When he, to the best of my recollection, when he chose not to kill someone, there was a reason. Like. Um, the one where you got to see him as Spencer, the reason he didn't kill the main girl is because there was something about her that reminded him of somebody from his past. Mm. And he actually referred to himself in the third person. So the main chick was trying to separate Pinhead from Spencer, just like you're doing right now with your face jammer. And, <laughs> and so she was interested in the human underneath. And so that that kind of stuff was interesting. And again, here was like, yeah, I'm just not going to kill you just because. Like, okay. Yeah, I, guess. I agree. Like, I, like if maybe uh, the writer can give me like, hey, you clearly missed this or someone else can comment and say it's clear because of this. I'm open to hearing that. But yeah, yeah, it, is, writer, it does seem to be a narrative issue. Goria yeah. wrote this into the, the story. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Goyer knows what he's doing. <laughs> It's in his outline. I'm not going to explain Does it he? past that. Does he? <laughs> That's the joke. Does he? Goyer is half the time. Isn't I know. It? I'm just saying. Does he? Yeah. But for me, I, I for me, and once again, this is another thing Kyle hates about everything I like. This movie, <laughs> this movie to me, succeeded where it counts, which is the characters. The logic may not line up, but because I'm invested in what's happening, I don't really care that much. Yeah. I guess. I hate you, Jamie. Just didn't do it for me. <laughs> Did you watch this, Kyle? No, I've I've not seen it yet. Um uh Brian though, who does AVR with us, uh he's a huge Hellraiser fan. Uh original, the uh short story or novella, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um yeah. uh and uh he loved this. He thought it was great. Oh, he did? Yeah. Cool. He said uh okay. some of the effects were kind of wonky on the cgi side uh and then he said um said the uh the pinhead thing worked he said they changed the lore and uh he was okay okay with it though he said that that this is different in some ways different he said it he was okay with it though so i'm looking forward to uh giving it a giving it a try we we chose to watch a chainsaw man instead Nice. Yeah, that's on Netflix over here. I gotta watch that. I'm gonna watch that soon. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anything else? You guys you guys ready? I'm all like tortured out, man. Yeah, I'll I'll hands and they're ripping my flesh and like 
got chains in me. Chainsaw man in you? No. no. It's the crossover. regular ripping kind. <laughs> crossover. <laughs> Hellraiser meets Chainsaw Man. That'd actually be pretty cool. Coming to Hulu. <laughs> <would be> hilarious. <laughs> so, dear listener, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, LRM Online and the Genreverse Podcast Network have other great content for your reading and listening pleasure. Other than or that, Jam, where can you be found? <laughs> or pain. You can find me pleasure on Twitter, on Twitter <laughs> at Jam the Writer, and you can also... Find me and all my books under the name AJ Serna on Amazon and Audible or MahiaBooks.com. That's M-A-G-I-A books.com. You sound as bored as I was watching this movie. Nick, where can you be found? <laughs> Look out, Tolkien. AJ Serna is coming for you. Oh, you God, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm Aki Doll on Twitter. I also do Marvel Multiverse Mayhem with Kyle, who's at that Kyle Malone on Twitter. All right. <laughs> Folks, as always. What? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And you can find me at Sir Jonesius on Twitter, TikToks, and Instagram, and all those You're other places. And I did get one. I just. <laughs> you know what? I felt I had an old man moment where, you know how you. Um, how can I can explain this. There was an article that explained, they were like, yeah the Utes are using TikTok as like as Google and they're like genuinely looking things up informationally on TikTok. It's like that's fucking weird. And up until that point, I'd kind of just written off TikTok as like being not stupid. Um, It's not how I like spending my time. And it's still not now that I have one. Now that I have one, I, I, it's it is not me. Um, I'm gonna try my best to stay up with the times, mostly because I don't want to be that crotchety old man being like kids are stupid. And I that's it for me. Like that's one of the reasons why I also appreciate language and how it changes and the, like the different slang that's being used now. And I'm like, why be a grumpy old man about it? Language change is kind of the beautiful thing about it. I should embrace it and understand it rather than just poo poo it. So and so I get it that. What you're describing is 100% my rationale, but what I, what I, what it made me more firm in is my belief that I just doom scrolling is not my thing, and so the idea of like just flicking through my phone and like watching like back to back bullshit. Um, that's why that's you gotta make me. it. So for me, when I if I do TikTok or Instagram, it's exclusively book related content or pets. That's it. That's that's <laughs> Instagram, all I look at. Instagram has gotten better at my preferences um then i mean i haven't used tiktok nearly as much but for the content that is not my friends instagram is like oh you like guitar shit here's all like here's all the guitar stuff you want like all right cool yeah you gotta you gotta work the algorithm with tiktok then you gotta gotta use it more so that it caters it's rough it's rough yeah the chairman the chairman thanks you for your data though there, uh, Jonesy, <laughs> Chairman G. I'm sure. He, he I'm sure. Everyone, everyone's getting data. I don't give a fuck. Get I'm a member of the Communist Party anyway. He already has my data. There you go. <laughs> anyway, other than that, cut the check, shut it down. Asa lasagna. Don't we will catch you on the next oh. one on TikTok. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Asa lasagna.
slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday. Like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Final dates, shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot ends November 30th. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.